and hello! Welcome to HSV Progressive. This episode is a catch-up on local politics episode. I want to start, <coughs> excuse me, making a few comments about the tw- the last Madison County Commission meeting of last year. It occurred on uh, December 21st, and um, uh, the first thing that I want to say is that um, apparently, uh, well, okay, so this is what happened. I re- I w- witnessed. Um, there was a guy in the front row that um, stopped commissioners, uh, ha- had stopped, uh, stood up, shook hands with, stopped three of the commissioners as they came into the meeting to talk to them about something, probably something he wanted money for or some pet project of his. And then when Violet Edwards came in, who is not a man, but is in fact a African-American woman, not only did he not stand up or try to schmooze her, he actually blocked her way to her seat. (laughs) Um, Something like that. Anyway, it was so glaring, glaringly, different uh, um different treatment from this uh agitator whatever he was um it, that i it just was like i just wanted to assure you guys that racism and misogyny is alive and well in Madison County Alabama you probably knew that already uh the other thing i wanted to say is uh here we are in the what century is this 21st century. Um, We have a massive plastic pollution problem all over the world. And everybody sat down with their single-use plastic bottle of water for their Madison County Commission meeting. I don't know why they need a plastic bottle of water for this meeting. I don't know why. They can't do what we are expecting, for instance, students all over this country to do, bring your own thing and fill it up at the at the fill station. Anyway, uh, first thing that happened on the agenda was the invocation, um, which, whatever, <laughs> but the guy who was reading it, I don't even remember who it was at all. You know, this is Dale Strong's last meeting because we just sent him to Washington, D.C. to take Mo Brooks' seat in Congress. So at this invocation, this guy said that he knew that Dale Strong has put God first on the Madison County Commission agenda. I don't know about you, but I think that Dale Strong has put developers first. Okay? Um, To wit, let me see, later on in the meeting, item 32, I counted in the subdivision, item 32, a total of another 649 lots for housing approved in out in the county. Now, so these are the kind of numbers that get approved every meeting, that's every two weeks, the Madison County Commission meets. I don't know where is our land going. 
You know what I mean? Where? What's going to happen? Um, anyway, so uh, it's stuff, stuff, stuff. Uh, item number 12, the DA uh, came and spoke. He was wanting money. And um, I don't know how he's running his department because it sounds like he doesn't have the money to run it. Um, but he's running it anyway, but he needs more money. Anyway, the, in the upshot of that discussion was that ARPA dollars were voted down and he wasn't getting any. They're going to revisit it uh, at the 18th of January meeting, which is on my uh, calendar to watch tomorrow. So there you go. It is uh, the 17th as I record this. Um, so we'll see what comes up there. But one thing, so one thing that I thought was of note, um, cause you know, I'm kind of a snob or something, <laughs> but the DA at one point said that COVID exemplified our situation. I don't, <coughs> I don't know what situation at the, uh, at the, <laughs> at the district attorney's office COVID exemplified. Maybe he meant exacerbated or something like that, but I'm just pointing this out to you, you guys. If you would, you know, next time you vote for a DA or try to get somebody to run who uh, can use English well. Okay, thanks. Um, let's see, bunch of money. A, uh, Alabama Annam University got money. Sharon Johnston got money. Um, Aldot got money, four hundred thousand dollars to put on guardrails in a couple of places. Who knew? You know, Huntsville Hospital Foundation got some money. Three of these items got ARPA funds, American Rescue Plan funds. That those three items, those were things that money that went to Hemsey for some lease. Now that kind of makes sense. Uh, American Rescue Plan, uh, COVID uh, Rescue Plan, um, uh, Hempsey, ambulances. Yeah, maybe we need to sp spend some money on our ambulance services in order to get people to the hospital if they are sick, right? The second item was uh, given to the rescue squad to release a truck. Now, I don't know. It does. Do you think that the rescue squad is going to be in a position of rescuing people with COVID? I, or were they? Did they go in the hole because they had to rescue a bunch of people with COVID? Why is ARPA funding going to the rescue squad? But there you have it. The third item that went from ARPA money was a lease of a piece of equipment for the coroner's office. Okay, well, maybe I, maybe the coroners, I don't know. It, the only thing that seems directly related to COVID is like ambulances. I don't, I can't remember exactly what this coroner was leasing, a piece of equipment that uh, I don't know, but it didn't seem to have anything of direct bearing on. We had a pandemic and so then we have to do some extra stuff. Um, $2,385 was spent on a one-time deep clean of, seems to me like it was a training facility or something like that. I wish I had $2,000 to get somebody to come over here and deep clean my house. Holy cow. I shudder to think what they would find though. So never mind. Um, 
we spent some money for sheriffs to travel to attend the counterism and counter sorry counter terrorism and taser training that warms the cockles of my heart um maybe maybe it's a good thing i should i shouldn't be so cynical oh well um and then we had this so so then um at the end uh towards the end of the meeting um uh, here we go again commissioner edwards violet edwards asked dale strong a question about where funding was coming from for something and dale strong proceeded to mansplain to her up one side and down the other about what this thing was about uh, why you have to be concerned about funding. I mean, everything. He, he just laid it all out. He never answered her question about where the funding was coming from. So um, there, I'm just telling you, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not her stuck in that position with all of those old white men, middle-aged white men, and just her being the only uh, person of color and the only woman on that board. It's got to be um, uncomfortable a lot of the time. She, she's, uh, she's towing a difficult line, that's for sure. Uh, the end of the, of the commission meeting, we, uh, um, we got a big recognition of Dale Strong and I, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I think every commissioner had the opportunity to say something about him. Um, then Dale Strong started to talk and he was choking up and crying and about to cry, all kinds of fun stuff like that. Bragged about a bunch of jobs that he'd created um, and uh, then said in the future the that uh, we should work on broadband, getting more broadband out there. I agree with that. And we've also got this new courthouse that we're building. Okay. Uh, but you know what the future holds? The future holds a lot of maintenance on infrastructure. Uh, and nobody wants to talk about that. It's, I don't, it's not growth. It's not glamorous. Uh, I don't know what the deal is. Um, but, uh, uh, anyway, Dale Strong is gone. Uh, the next commission meeting is tomorrow morning. I hope to watch it online. Um, and, uh, Certainly, I encourage everybody to watch with me. Uh, good luck finding the link, though. The last two times I've had a heck of a time figuring out where to get to the link. And I don't know. They've changed the way they display it on their website. And, well, we'll just keep trying. Eventually, I managed to get through somehow. Um, so that's that's my few little comments about the Madison County Commission. Uh, those people are spending a lot of your money. So please don't think that they're um, a throwaway nothing commission. Uh, let's let's try to get some people to run and get people elected that um, maybe are a little bit more forward thinking. So I am going to have a, a quick little break here and I'll come back and we'll talk about 
the first city council meeting, Huntsville City Council meeting of 2023, which happened on, um, when did it happen? The 12th of January. Uh, so uh, please hang with me. I'll be right back. talk about the 12th of January 2023 Huntsville City Council meeting. Um, first of all, uh, the council president, Mr. Meredith, was uh, missing. Uh, I don't recall any, I was there from the beginning of the meeting and I don't recall anybody giving an excuse for why he was missing. Uh, so Jenny Robinson, who is the vice president or whatever, um, she got to lead the meeting. Um, so uh, we had um, a special presentation <clears throat> at item number seven, very early in the agenda. So if you, the agenda goes like this. One, item one is the invocation. Item two is the Pledge of Allegiance. Item three is the approval of the agenda. Item four is approval of the minute, minutes from the previous meeting. And uh, item five is special recognitions. There was one special recognition, I think. No, there were two special recognitions. One that was not on the agenda. Um, and, and six uh, is special others. The council, five is mayor's special recognitions and the council recognitions are item six. Then comes item seven, which is called announcements and presentations. Uh, uh, Huntsville um, Utilities came and gave a presentation during item seven. So you get that uh, a lot of this stuff, uh, this is very early in the meeting, very early in the meeting. Uh, the invocation, pledge of allegiance, the approval of the agenda, and the approval of the previous minutes take almost no time at all. And, and, and we had two recognitions. That's not very much time. And Huntsville Utilities got an item to present for item number seven under announcements under, and presentations. Huntsville Utilities has a slot on the agenda every time City Council meets. It is item number 17. They got bumped up tonight to item number seven. By the time item 17 rolled around, those guys were long gone out having uh, their business dinner with martinis or whatever. Long gone. Uh, um, what's the motivation for that? Uh, oh my gosh. You know? Oh. Anyway. Um, when, uh, so there were several guys there from um, Huntsville Utilities uh, because there was somebody visiting from out of town for from um, Alabama Electric Cities or something like that. Anyway, he, he had something to do. He was uh, represented all of the electrical grids of all the cities in Alabama or something like that. Um, and uh, so there were about four guys there from Huntsville Utilities. Only one guy got up and gave the presentation. Um, and, but as soon as uh, Devin Keith saw these guys 
he said, he said, big money is in the house. So, I don't, uh, is that, is it, do you have to be big money to get bumped up 10 items in the agenda? Is that what it takes? Is that why they got to uh, uh, do a presentation under item seven instead of waiting their turn when they should show up at every meeting and have a report for us? Every city council meeting. The, this one time that they showed up, and I am going to talk about it. Of course, they talked about the winter weather and the rolling blackouts. Uh, I'm going to get to it really soon. But the before anything even started, Devin Keith was like, big money's in the house. And these guys are pushed way up in the agenda. Okay. So the other thing that happened is uh, our new city councilman, Mr. Little, was up there eating his dinner. There's a sign on the door, no drinks, no food, no bags, no nothing, no signs or all kinds of stuff you're not allowed to bring in there. And those guys sit up there in front of us. It's, it's as if the teacher said, you guys can't chew gum, but she stood up at the front of the class and chewed gum. Do you get that that's just really not cool? Does anybody but me get that that's just really not cool? Not to mention that usually when they have their water and stuff to drink up there, uh, you know what, and I think they should have a drink up there, but why can't we bring a water bottle? Why can't, aren't we allowed to bring a water bottle with us? They got a beautiful new fill, uh, filling station in the right there in the lobby of the courthouse. It, uh, sorry, City Hall. It's beautiful. I love it. Uh, but nope, you're not supposed to be dr bringing a drink in there. Anyway... I'd fine bring a drink, but don't bring it in a single-use plastic bottle, please. Grow up. Get a cup. Take care of yourself. Take care of the planet. Um, anyway, so the first thing I wanted to talk about was this item number five, which is the mayor's special recognitions, uh, where he um, presented a mentoring month proclamation to Big Brothers Big Sisters of North Alabama. And the thing that I just wanted to say was the big the woman spoke a little bit after she got the uh, took the award on behalf of Big Brothers Big Sisters about um, what they do and what mentoring uh, means to them and and one thing that really stuck out that she said um, was that their job as mentors are to make sure that when one of their um, mentees uh graduates from high school that they have a plan that sounds good right well these are the three options that they have for their plan to be going on to college to be signing up for the military or to be getting a job um so the one that, of course, rankles me in particular is signing up for the military. Man, you know, the military preys on poor people, preys on them, preys on people of color uh, to, to fill their ranks. So you get that the more desperate people are, the more likely they are to sign up for the military. So, you know, capitalism's and uh, oh, my gosh, all of this. Uh, COVID and people losing their jobs, that's fine for the military. They're good with that, you know. That's just filling their ranks because people are desperate. 
Um, I hate to think, I, if I were mentoring somebody, I would never recommend to them to enter the military. Uh, do you really want to go overseas and kill people that did nothing to you on behalf of uh, the corporate uh, power brokers in the United States um, and then come back with PTSD for the rest of your life trying to piece a life back together? Uh, I don't highly recommend that. But anyway, the fact that this, you, you get big brothers, big sisters clearly is uh, is thinking about their mentees as these disadvantaged people that have only these three options when they get out of high school. Um, when, look at the in, in inequality in this society. Um, you don't even have to be a whole lot well off for you to suddenly see that some people maybe get to a car when they get out of high school and they get to take a year off to decide what they want to do. Uh, um, I know people that got that. I didn't. I, I dropped out of high school to go to college, but that's weird, so don't go by me. Um, but it was what I wanted to do, you know. It wasn't my one of my only three choices. And, you know, I, I also applied for ROTC. Thank God they didn't take me. Um, but I, I come from a um, Navy family, and so that seemed like the honorable thing to do, you know. So, But thank God they didn't take me anyway. Um, so I don't know. That just felt so desperate and desolate. Only three options. We're, we're mentoring these kids, and they have to have decided one of these three by the time they high, uh, graduate high school, you know? Whew. Sad. Um, uh, some fellow got a 25-year employment pin, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and a upon giving it to him, uh, I think it was the mayor said, we look forward to another 25 years from you. Man, wage slavery. Isn't it great? Okay, anyway. Okay, so then we're now we're at item seven, where the Huntsville Utilities guys got to get up and give a presentation having to do with Winter Storm Elliot was the name of the storm that came through here um, on Christmas Eve and Christmas and Christmas Eve Eve um, that where where we were all very cold and um, and uh, I hope you got to stay inside and and we had some rolling blackouts. Um, so this, <laughs> okay, so the, the one thing that I want to say is, um, this fellow who was giving the presentation, you know, they get, let you have a PowerPoint and, and, and they display the PowerPoint on two different screens, at least two different screens. I think it's just two different screens in the city council chambers. Um, and, and, and so when, you're, if you're watching on closed circuit television, you will get uh, at, at a lot of the time, just uh, uh, when when somebody's talking about their PowerPoint, you'll get the, the PowerPoint, right? That's normal. You get what I'm talking about. So it, if, you, if, if you're doing that, you need to use the cursor on the computer to point to and manipulate things in your PowerPoint that you're trying to point out. But this guy from Huntsville Utilities, these big money guys that were in the house, this guy 
had a, 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 point, a pointer, you know, a laser pointer that he pointed at one of the screens, not the one that anybody watching from home would have been looking at. So uh, even if in that case, even if they were just taking a video of the screen that he was pointing at, even even if they were if they if they're looking at the powerpoint they're not going to see his laser pointer pointing at the things that he's trying to point out so you know once again i don't know what to say but we need to get maybe uh some better people on the utility board and working down there and in positions of um visibility and that kind of stuff okay um so I, many of you know, we uh, the word came down that we were not we were going to have a shortfall on um, electricity. Uh, uh, so during this uh, cold snap, and so uh, the decision was made to to have rolling blackouts. We didn't have we had two sets of rolling blackouts. They went through and explained a lot about it. Um, and uh, and honestly they seem pretty reasonable and i hope that that uh that for the most part everybody was okay and made it through um there were a lot apparently of busted um water mains and and water uh, a lot of it i think was on the on the consumer side of the meter though um but they they were um uh, using water at a at a fierce clip after the thaw and those water pipes uh, that had burst started leaking. Uh, this is what he said about the water. Uh, it was as though all the sprinklers in town were running. Okay, you guys, will you please stop with the American lawn and running all your sprinklers all the time so that that's some sort of paradigm. Uh, we need to use less water overall, uh, use water more more intelligently then to to grow a monocrop of crappy habitat called grass you know uh, uh please uh plant native plants that don't need to be watered and so on and so forth there's lots of good ideas and stuff on that front so that we can remove from the people's minds at Huntsville Utilities what it's like for all the sprinklers in town to be running and using up that much water okay we can get them back to it's as if uh we had a bunch of frozen you know water mains and we were using losing that much water when they thawed um we hit new peak consumption of gas and electricity um and uh um and i just you know there was a uh, one graphic that he put up there that showed that the peak use of electricity was much more um, uh, rapid and higher than the gas use. And so he put this kind of, he didn't say a lot about it, I gotta say, but he did say notice that if you use gas, you uh, you were a lot safer there you know it wasn't as as a, a radical of a, a change um, it was much more modulated and and reasonable now of course he also didn't say anything about how natural gas in your house is a pollutant that exacerbates um, all kinds of uh, respiratory um, problems 
and uh, um, I have a danged gas pack in my house, uh, and um, and it's it's not like the thing will work if the electricity's off, though. You know that, right? I'm still I, if the electricity's off, I still got no heat. Um, but uh, I I'm I if anybody knows. <laughs> um, Somebody, somebody that puts up uh, solar panels in Huntsville, residential solar. I'm super interested in that. That's another thing that never came up. Anything about how if we diversified, if we decentralized, maybe we would have had a more stable utility situation during Winter Storm Elliot. Uh, we could have had people with batteries charged, um, you know, doing a lot better on their own if they had solar panels. I, I, and it, which means like maybe fewer water mains bursting and water lines bursting. Anyway, uh, so, and you know, the larger our population gets, the more precarious we are in this, these sorts of situations. Um, unless we change the way we do energy. Welcome to the 21st century and climate change. Let's start doing better. Um, okay, so no matters with outside legal counsel. There were no public hearings to be held. So we went straight to item 10, which was uh, hearings to be set. One of them was a zoning and one was a vacation of right of way. Um, item... 11 was a gender-related public comments. There were none. Then we went to the mayor's comments. Um, so he, the mayor battle said, uh, quoted um, Martin Luther King because the holiday was coming up. And this was the quote that he picked. Our lives begin to end when we become silent about things that matter. So, um, I just... That's, uh, <laughs> um, I, I wonder if Mayor Battle was sincere in picking that as if he feels that he does speak up about things that matter or if it was a smokescreen. You guys decide. However, I would say these people who are, you know, part of the capitalist class, serving capitalists, um, I think they should not be putting their hands on Martin Luther King's words. Uh, the other thing that the mayor said during his comments was that he wanted to make sure people understood what they're doing, what the city is doing, and why they're doing it. Which is, uh, you know, he's like trying to say again that he's not being silent, that he's being transparent about what's going on. I... However, I don't feel, honestly, that there's a lot of transparency. Uh, I think I told you um, the, in the previous uh, city council meeting that uh, Devin Keith acknowledged to me that everything is already decided by, it comes, by the time it comes to city council. And uh, so, you know, that's not transparent. That's all been decided behind, in somebody's office behind closed doors. Um, so who knows really is in on that decision. Uh, 
anyway, on to item 13, which is the different council members getting to make comments. Um, Devin Keith spoke first. He said something about how charitable Huntsville is. You know, how lucky we are that the people in Huntsville are so charitable and they take care of people in need. Um, that's a precarious position to put people in need in, that they have to wait on people to be charitable. Why can't the government, why can't society take care of people's needs? Okay? Uh, then the other thing that Devin said was uh, he got on the um, uh, cut your grass stuff. And uh, so the first thing about that is... Um, Again, that's all about appearance and not about habitat for creatures that have to live on this planet with us at all. Um, and the other thing is uh, that he was talking, actually aiming the comments at absentee, absentee landlords. Once again, if you listen to um, my last uh, podcast with um zach we talked about housing and about how this talk about absentee landlords makes us all want to say okay it's time for land reform um you know what are you gonna do do something about it uh bill Kling had a comment to make about how recycling was not getting picked up which is true. Um, I know there's problems with that still. And I guess our, our recycling provider has changed all of a sudden in the middle of everything. Um, it reminded me in hindsight here about uh, something that Alan Booker said at the last uh, Huntsville Environmental Coalition meeting that I was at. Um, that plastic containers and wrappers, and those are containers, plastic containers are a forever solution to a temporary problem. We have gotten ourselves into a whole lot of a forever solution problem hanging around here. And we're trying to put a Band-Aid on it with recycling. We've got to remove plastic from the the flow of commerce, the flow of material. Uh, it, it, this has got to change. We are killing this planet with a plastic coating and all the animals that live on it um, that we need. Um, we're in the sixth mass extinction. Um, it's not good. Uh, the last person to speak was Jenny Robinson because she's sitting as president. Um, uh, she's going to be having, on the 30th of January, she's having a town hall on homelessness. Uh, that's not Sandra Moon complex. Please go and listen and find out if, what kind of genuine or cockamamie stuff she's she is going to have said about homelessness in Huntsville. I'm interested. Um, she also made a, a passing comment that some fentanyl dealer had been apprehended. Uh, again, 
Um, maybe you listened to the podcast towards the end of last year that I did with Catherine about alternatives to policing that included taking care of people instead of um, uh, um, instead of making them so desperate that they might need to turn to drugs, you know? Take care of people. Give them access to the care that they need, the things that they need, and maybe they won't be trying to kill themselves on fentanyl, okay? By the way, you guys, stay away from fentanyl. I hear it's bad stuff. Um, that's my old lady advice. Okay, item 14, 48, about $48 million uh, approved to be spent. Uh, finance committee. Item 15 was appointments. We had appointments made to the land trust, to the accessibility commission. Um, and I think it's a commission. Uh, advisory commission on accessibility. It's its commission. And to the human resources board. Item 16 was nominations to uh, for um, uh, appointments uh, we had somebody nominated to be on the library board Huntsville Public Library Board I think that's actually Huntsville Madison County Public Library I wonder but I they're calling it the Huntsville Public Library here because I guess maybe uh, Huntsville gets to uh, specify somebody for the board um, and also uh, Animal Services Advisory Committee got somebody nominated to be there. Those people will be voted on in a later meeting. Um, those were nominations. Then came item 17. So you see the utilities guys, this is when they would normally talk. Of course, by now they're long gone. Uh, they've had. They would have had to listen to all this other stuff. Heaven forfend. Um, they're way too good to still have to be here. There were no Huntsville Utilities items, other than the special treatment item that got moved up to number seven as a presentation. Um, item number eighteen is vacation of easements, and I'm just mentioning this because they did a vacation of easement of the sewer e easement. Um, uh, at the Looter Hardware property. It's sad that Looter Hardware is gone, isn't it? Um, item 19, unfinished business items for action. An ordinance to declare a property located south of Bob Wade Lane and east of Pulaski Lot, or that Pike, also known as Lot 2 Lanier Subdivision, consisting of 136 point two eight acres as surplus and no longer needed for a municipal purpose and authorizing the purchase and sale agreement to Stanley Developers LLC. Um, so there was some pictures put up. Uh, Shane Davis from Urban Development uh, described that actually it was only 3.9 acres of this 136.28 acres that was actually going to be put into use or something like that. Um, and the, but the strangest thing uh, was said. This, it said. They said the city was working with the landowner on this. But I thought the city was the landowner. And this is about the city selling this 
to Stanley developers. Um, I That was very confusing to me, but it's going to be, the, or maybe it's just this smaller parcel is going to be uh, C4 commercial stuff. Um, uh, and the rest of it's going to be turned into houses. Uh, and Shane Davis was just bragging about all the houses that are getting built. And so, you know, more growth, 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 growth. When I'm listening to um, people on uh, webinars and podcasts talking about the need for degrowth. Um, uh, let's see. Um during this presentation, Devin Keith said, I quote, we are so blessed to have Stanley developers. So to sit right up there and admit you have a special relationship with a developer is shameless. I'll just say it's shameless. Um, who are you up there representing, please? Okay, so item 20 is the big one. There were A through AD, so 26, 27, 28, 29, 30 items under here, under item 20. This is the one where they will pass most of them without discussion, um, on a voice vote. Uh, this particular night they held out of the 20 only three items to discuss. Um, so the, some of the things that uh, were, had no discussion and just got passed with, we have no input or hear what's going on with these, um, was uh, travel expenses, acceptance of donations, um, some low bidder stuff, purchase of some um, vehicles, more vehicles purchased by the city. There's one of these great vague things, changing appropriated funding for various departments and funds. Yeah. How about this one? Appropriating carry forward encumbrances and project budgets from fiscal year 2022 into fiscal year 2023. This the attachment here was the carry forward budget resolution complete. Um I what 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 are what are well, of course, if you've got debts, that's encumbrances, right? Um, you don't just get to write them off at the end of the year. Why is this a special thing? I don't know. Um, what else? A lease agreement for John Hunt Park Practice Facility for the Huntsville City Football Club? I why are we having to lease something in John Hunt Park? I thought that belonged to the city. Um, low bidder acceptance. Um, Alabama 
Well, hang on, let's go. Yeah, Department of Transportation. So uh, this, so there were several items here that they did discuss under one item. I think item L they discussed, uh, and it was about it's about the new overpass at Maston Lake uh, for the Parkway, I believe. And each one of these is a little bit different. One for these lights and one for the other lights and, uh, you know, red lights and street lights and uh, uh, different things. So they did discuss those. Engineering services, more engineering services. Oh. Periodic bid for various construction. I execute like maybe this is a change order on a this is what it says resolution authorizing the mayor to execute modification number one to the agreement between the city of Huntsville and Rogers Group Incorporated for periodic bid for various construction projects 2021 and some you know project number blah 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 resolution number this came from engineering I can't, is it a change order on something that's already been um, agreed on? I don't, for periodic bid for various construction projects. That's, I would have liked some clarification of that. I don't know about you guys. Uh, there's another one that's just like it. Um, and here's a new city hall business. I'd love to hear what the heck's going on with the new city hall. Like, I'd love to hear about how uh, how energy efficient it's going to be, what uh, kind of heating and cooling it's going to have, what uh, how many solar panels they're putting all over the parking um, lot uh, deck. Um, you know, I'd love to hear about what's going on with the new city hall. No, nope, they did not discuss that. Uh, here's something. Community development. Homeless assistance grant. Resolution authorizing the mayor to execute the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development Homeless Assistance Continuum of Care Program. I Why aren't they talking about that? Now, why wouldn't they talk about that? I'd really like to know what the heck is up with that. How much money is that? What are they doing with that money? That should have been discussed for everybody to hear about. You know, notice that uh, Huntsville is so charitable and here, finally, the government is stepping up and doing something that the government is supposed to do, take care of the citizens. And we're not even going to hear about it and talk about it. That's weird. In case, was that, in case people feel like they don't need to be charitable anymore because the government's actually doing what they're supposed to do? I don't know. Um, this one is some long-term... Uh, disability benefits for firefighters hmm i'd like to actually hear about that what, what uh, what's up with that what's the numbers on that anyway obviously firefighters tend to get exposed to some unfortunate uh you know breathing situations at the very least um Here's one from Human Resources, just by changing the authorized personnel strength in the department and fund. I don't know what that is, but, you know. 
uh, city obtaining background and credit checks. Yes, you guys, don't forget that that's what you are, just a credit check number. Um, insurance at Church Street parking lot. That's interesting. I wonder how much that costs. Uh, I can't even make heads or tails of some of this stuff. Um, look at this. What's this? A resolution authorizing the mayor to enter into a program-funded state and local task force agreement between the City of Huntsville and United States Department of Justice Drug Enforcement Administration. This one, the sponsor for this was the police. So the police are collaborating with the Federal Drug Enforcement Administration in a program-funded state and local task force agreement. Hmm. Um, authorizing, this uh, is legal. We're invoking a letter of credit for what I you know these the way they balance comings and goings and imaginary stuff with money is I don't know bizarre to say the least um, resolution authorizing the mayor to enter into an agreement with Robert W. Williams for the purchase of Boathouse Okay, uh, okay, it says the sponsor here is Fire and Rescue. Maybe there's an aspect of uh, uh, rescue that requires a boat out on the river or something, right? Okay, I can maybe get on board with that. Um, and here we go. Here's one of our favorite things. A resolution authorizing the mayor to enter into a special employee agreement, and there are Two of these, AC and AD, are these special employee agreements. One is for fire and rescue, and the other is for planning. And I don't, why aren't these people hired through the normal channels? I have yet to have heard any explanation for that whatsoever. It would be nice to maybe understand. Anyway, so the items that they did discuss, item H... Uh, the uh, H and I were discussed. Um, these were both uh, council improvement funds, um, which is a new uh, thing that the city councilmen now, I think, get to uh, allocate funds for work in their in their districts. And uh, District Four um, was really using a bunch of money, uh, five thousand dollars for some memorial. Um, maybe it was that lost child memorial or something, uh, $25,000 to animal control. Um, I'm all for that, okay? And uh, uh, as, because they're really making an effort to not euthanize and really do a lot more spaying and neutering and, and uh, trying to get these animals adopted. Uh, please, everybody, spay and neuter your animals, okay? Okay. Um, and $45,000 in road work. This was for District 4, which is Bill Kling's district, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of money going into roads because apparently 
his people need roads a lot. Uh, district 1 is my district. It's Devin Keith. Um, and uh, it looks like the only thing he was uh, saying was like $3,500 was going to some uh, fellow to use uh, to preserve history or something like that. The only other thing that was held and discussed was these uh, L and M and N items. They all kind of fell together about the Maston Lake overpass. And I really uh, want to... to um, during the discussion of the Maston Lake overpass, they were discussing about how they're going to do it smarter than they did the overpasses down in South Huntsville. And they're already doing this, that, and the other thing. And they've got good plans. They're making good plans and all this kind of stuff. And uh, and during this discussion, uh, a councilman, Ro councilperson Robinson said, communication is key. Of course, she's the one who uh, um, put through the change in uh, uh, council um, meeting structure that makes it really harder for the public to come and make comments. Um, and I think that being able to make public comments about concerns you have is part of communication and saying that you don't need to be at the microphone at city council making those comments you can come to somebody's office or make a phone call or whatnot that's not that doesn't cover all there is to cover in communication letting your fellow citizens know what's on your mind is also communication so communication is key. Heed your own words. Um, on to item 21, which is new business items to be introduced. One of them was an uh, annexation of more property. Grow, grow, grow. The other was uh, um, getting rid of surplus equipment to be sold at auction. We're right up at the end where finally some people get to stand up and have their uh, time at the microphone talking about um, whatever they want to talk about. Three minutes they get. Uh, uh, Carol Thomas stood up and um, made some comments about education uh, and uh, our city is growing. Is our education um, adequate? to our population anymore. I think this is a very um, appropriate question. Then she said something about someplace else maybe that she had worked where there was uh, no, um, that is, I don't know, it was basically a C average was not acceptable. Now you start saying things like that, and I'm going to start saying that you're talking about inflating grades. So, you know, let's just educate people, okay? That's your job if you're an educate educator. Educate people. Give them the opportunity to use their brain to the best of their ability. That's it. It's an opportunity. Uh, someone named Jan Neighbors came and spoke about this uh, statue memorial, lost child memorial 
Um, I think I remember this coming up last year at some point. She said nobody should bury their child. Well, um, you know, I lost a brother very young, and uh, it happens, that's for sure. Um, I remember my mom, after that happened, she, you know, basically became a workaholic. And I remember maybe when she was in her 70s that she finally said that maybe she, you know, was over mourning that. Yep, it's tough. Uh, it definitely happened, so. And then our friend uh, Andre Wilson came and he stuck, talked about quarantining um, students, uh, that COVID-19, he said the new COVID-19 mutation is World War III, and he said something about a school shooting. Um, I, I guess he was talking about this sixth, uh, first grader who shot his teacher. Um, I wasn't really clear what that was about. But there you go. There's the first city, my observations, if you will, about the first city council meeting of 2023. I hope uh, that you feel, um, I don't know, at least a little informed. How about that? And, uh, and hang on for... Um, from closing remarks, okay? Thanks for tuning in. So I'm gonna read a short poem here very quickly um, because I went on a little rant earlier about uh, military service. This is um, an old poem from the 1600s by Richard Lovelace called To Lucasta, Going to the Wars. So this is a, a, a fellow telling his wife how he's going off to war, okay? Tell me not, sweet, I am unkind, that from the nunnery of thy chaste breast and quiet mind to war and arms I fly. True, a new mistress now I chase, the first foe in the field, and with a stronger faith embrace, a sword, a horse, a shield. Yet this inconstancy is such as you too shall adore. I could not love thee, dear, so much, loved I not honor more. So there you go, it's a recruitment poem, isn't it? Um, you should love going to war for your nation, your you know patriotic duty, all of that kind of good stuff. Um, and there's no talk about how his mistress is going to, in all of this loving um, him better because he loves honor so much uh, that she's gonna have to put up with his PTSD when he gets home. So you guys, let's keep our options open, okay. Good night. I'll see you guys on the flip side. Keep having those conversations. Thanks for listening.